Welcome into your Monday edition of the Lockdown Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano with Dave Morissuti. Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Game 2, the Stanley Cup Final, tee-up Game 3, which goes down tonight. We're giving away the Austin Matthews jersey, so make sure that you're tuning in for that one. And also, the new draft rankings have come out from TSN. Craig Button's draft rankings, we'll take a look at those and see who he's got at number 25, where the Maple Leafs pick in his rankings and in that general area. All of that and more on today's edition of Locked On Leafs. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Leafs Podcast, one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive and TSN 1050's Leafs Lunch. Joining me is my co-host Dave Morissuti from Sportsnet, also writer for the NHLPA. Lockdown Leafs is a daily Maple Leafs-centric podcast, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also now catch us up on video format on YouTube. That's Lockdown Leafs on YouTube. And uh, we are giving away that Austin Matthews jersey today. The day has come. Uh, we had, what, over 100 entries, I think, um, on the last video, over 100 comments um, telling us the correct answer. And we'll tell you the correct answer in just a moment. And then we're also going to do the giveaway. Um, before we get into that and get into the draft, though, let's chat a little bit about what we saw happen Saturday night. An absolute beatdown. The Colorado Avalanche laid on to hit the Tampa Bay Lightning. Dude, I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming at all. That was a textbook, textbook game from the Abs. Yeah, no, they absolutely dummied the Lightning. Like the the more uh, interesting part was that Andre Vasilevsky was left to just take take the bullets in the third period. I thought they would have given him the rest of the period off. Maybe that's just something that they've never really needed to do with him, but. Yeah, that was just textbook butt whooping from the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, like uh, seven nothing was the final score, and Vasilevsky. I mean, have has he ever allowed eleven goals in a two game span before? <laughs> like that's that's what we're looking at right now when it comes to to the Avalanche. They've been able to put eleven past Andre Vasilevsky here um, in the last couple of games, and. You know, some of it coming on the power play or, you know, special teams starting to show up and dominate in that one for uh, for the abs. Only four of which, I guess, were scored at five on five. But in general, they just did not allow Tampa to do anything either. Like, they didn't give Vasilevsky any help on the offensive end. Tampa, legitimately, their expected goal number for that entire game um, at five on five was 0.35 expected goals. So they weren't even expected to score half a goal, like not even expected to score a goal. And then once you factor in power play time full on, uh, at, in all situations, 1.09. So their expected numbers were not great at all. Um, and a lot of credit to, to Colorado for just taking the bull by the horns and just dominating that game and not giving up anything. I mean, there was a sect, uh, uh, a point in that third period where Kale McCarr had more goals uh, or had just as many goals in the third period than the Tampa Bay Lightning had shot attempts. Not even shots, but shot attempts, Dave. It was just a massacre, a massacre. It's just one of those where 
you you kind of wonder we've seen tampa give up like i mean i think what game one was a 5-1 5-1 loss against the leafs like we've yeah. seen them give up five goals but this was just seven nothing, and they had no there there was nothing from tampa like i i hadn't no, like if you were a darcy kemper you weren't worried about whether you were going to get the shutout or not that's how i felt like it yeah. just felt like they were in control right from the start to the end it's weird because they were been a team that for the last two, three years, like they've been the bounce back team. I mean, they didn't lose back to back games in the playoffs for two years in a row. And they finally lost the first back to back game when they lost games one and two in New York. And then they go out and they typically, even in the game two against New York, they're the better team. They just happen to lose the game. And then all of a sudden, you know, you lose game one to Colorado and they go out and they say, you know, we didn't play our best game by a country mile. We got to be better. And they play worse. Somehow they play worse, Dave. It was it was weird, man. Weird to see. Very uncharacteristic. And Steven Stamkos came out and said it's it's unacceptable, the performance that they put on. Um, <clears throat> game three going down tonight, though. And this time it's going back to Tampa. The series is shifting to uh, to Florida here. Uh, it's going to be down at Amelie Arena. Are, should we now expect to see the real Tampa Bay Lightning show up here? I mean, they kind of have to or else. This one's gone. Uh, I'm I'm very curious to see what game three, like how the lightning respond, because we've seen this team overcome 2-0 start, you know, being out down to nothing in the series. I'm just curious to see, is this the case of Colorado just showing that they're the better team? Like the pace of play that they play at is just too much for Tampa to overcome. Yeah. Or is Tampa just kind of picking their spot a little bit, waiting to get back home? Because really, I, for me, it's always, and I think even our good buddies over, uh, our buddy Ross at uh, Locked On uh, Senators kind of said it, it's never really over until you lose that game at home. And I feel like that's got to be it for Tampa too, right? We can't count out the champs until they lose that game at home. And that's why I said Colorado needs to end this thing early because you gave Tampa even that smidget of hope to come back in it. And... This this is where I think the Colorado Avalanche need to make that statement in Game Three and say we're not giving them any opportunity to get back into this series. Yeah, if Colorado could come out and if they can if they can get a split in Tampa and go back <clears throat> for Game Five in Colorado with a three one series lead, man, I like their chances. I like their chances a lot to finally knock off the Kings um, in the Tampa Bay Lightning. I really, really do. We'll see what happens tonight, though. Should be uh, another great game, as per usual. And if you want to take a peek and, and go ahead and lay some money tonight on the game, you can do that over at Bet Online. It's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest in sport developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball playoffs, and uh, also you can put some money on the draft coming up this year as well. Bet online is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And bet online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Bet online is the fastest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano. Got Dave Morrissey with me. We are your hosts here at Locked On Leafs, a daily Maple Leafs-centric podcast. We put out new episodes each and every day, Monday through Friday. So make sure that you are subscribed, either via uh, wherever you get your podcasts, also up on YouTube. And for our YouTube subscribers, uh, 
thank you so much for getting us up over a thousand subs uh, not too long ago. And it enacted or it initiated our Austin Matthews jersey giveaway. And I think it's time to give it away now, Dave. I believe it's time to give it away. Um, so while you're pulling up the whatever website I the youtube comment picker yeah the youtube comment picker uh i'll explain the i'll explain again what it was so for a thank you gratitude from dave and i for getting us to a thousand subscribers on youtube we decided to give away a jersey and it's an austin matthews which i believe actually i have right here so it is this austin matthews jersey for you right so those on YouTube can obviously see it. If you're listening, just imagine what an Austin Matthews jersey looks like, obviously. So that's the jersey that we're giving away to one lucky listener uh, right about now. And how you got that? Well, you subscribed to our YouTube channel, so make sure that you are subscribed. And we did a little Name That Leaf trivia all last week. We gave out five clues. And by the end of it, uh, hopefully you were able to come up with a name. It sounded like everybody was, and that was pretty well i mean once you got that last clue that was pretty pretty yeah. easy which uh so I'll, I'll go through the clues again he's a former maple leaf draft pick he was drafted out of the whl he represented canada at the world championships he was on the playoff roster in 2013 and then if you didn't get it from there because there was a few players that could have been like morgan riley technically up and like those four morgan riley fits the bill for those four guys and then the last clue which was the dead giveaway he's the last homegrown drafted developed goalie the maple leafs had made into a starter the answer was james reimer james reimer was the answer um everybody got it right uh, or everybody who at least commented Got it right. So congratulations. And why don't we go ahead, do the randomizer and, and give it away. So we had 93 comments from people who guessed. I, I just put Rhymer as the criteria here so that we just in case somebody just put Rhymer down. I didn't want that to be a technicality that they lost out the jersey on. So we have 93 potential winners. All right. So the way we do this is we usually do it three times. Yeah. Just give a little bit of suspense. Unfor Sorry for anybody who gets the first two, but that's just the best way to do it. Um, so let's get it going. Yeah. All right. Oh, twin, sni twin sniper. Sorry. Number one. Number two, Mike Bradshaw. And number three, the winner of the Austin Matthews jersey is? It is MB. MB. Whoever MB is. <laughs> MB uh, would would that also be like Mike Bradshaw or is that Mike? I, th I, think, uh, I think I think it's actually just Mike Bradshaw because he is winner number three. Or is it Michael? Hold on, all right, I'm I'm losing out here. I'm losing my mind here. Yeah, no, it's MB. MB okay, so Wilson would have been the first one. Twine Sniper was second. Mike Bradshaw was the third and the winner. So, Mike Bradshaw, congratulations. You have won yourself the Austin Matthews jersey. Uh, if you could get a hold of myself or Dave on Twitter or, or Instagram, rather, um, you can get a hold of me, Mickey Canuck, at Mickey Canuck on Instagram, and I'll figure out uh, a way to, to get that to you. Yeah, or you can reach out to us on Twitter. I don't know if my DMs are open, to be honest. Dave's might be open. Or you can actually, our Locked on Leafs 
DMs are open. So at Lockdown Leafs. Yeah, go, go to the Lockdown Leafs Twitter account and you can find us over there. Yeah. So congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, we'll be doing another giveaway at some point, maybe, uh, you know, when the season starts next year and, you know, do do something for for you guys. We'll come up with another um, subscriber count we want to get to, I guess. I mean, what's the next one? I guess like 5,000, I guess, would be like the next big milestone that we want to hit. Uh, I think we're at 1,200 now. So if we could get to 5,000, I think uh, another giveaway would be in order. But uh, for now, congratulations to to Mike Bradshaw, MB, I'm guessing. Uh, get a hold of us and we'll get you your jersey. All right, uh, Dave, why don't we take a look at uh, some draft rankings? We've we've been eliminated from the playoffs for over a month. We've barely looked at the draft rankings, uh, even though the Maple Leafs actually do have a first-round pick this year. I know. They typically do not pick in the first round since they traded away so often, but this year they do. They've got the 25th overall selection in the draft. And uh, why don't we take a peek at, at at some of the guys who are going to be in and around that list. I mean, we, we can start at the top, actually, kind of go through Craig Button's top 25, I suppose. Uh, so why don't we look at Craig Button's list? I don't know if you can pull it up here. Yep. Um, we can probably look at it. Yeah, so let's start up at the top. Um, so I, I, I'm sure most of you guys are aware of the top player, and that's Shane Wright, uh, centerman out of Kingston. He's get, getting a lot of praise uh, for being somebody who's, you know, a Patrice Bergeron, John Tavares type of player, Andre Kopitar. You know, it's a really good two-way center, somebody who's not flashy but can shut you down, but also, you know, put the puck in the back of the net a little bit. He's ranked as the number one, and Craig Button said there was no waiver there. He was always going to be number one, despite there being, um, you know, a player or two who are starting to rise up rankings and some other people's. Like I saw at the Athletic, uh, Corey Pronman had Yuri Slavkovsky, the winger um, from Slovakia, up there at, at number two overall. And if you'll recall, when we did that trade, you know, hypothetical trades to, uh, to uh, what was it, to New Jersey, who holds that second overall pick, it was to go up and get this guy, Yuri Slavkovsky, a six foot four, 230 pound, 18 year old winger who had played at the world championships, played at the Olympics. The kid's going to be a stud, uh, an absolute stud. So he's a real solid player that is contending for first, but according to Craig Button, uh, comfortably behind Shane Wright for second overall in the rankings. Joachim Kemmel, another solid player coming in at third, uh, who played in the Liga this year. Logan Cooley, uh, a top five pick. He's going to be a centerman coming out of uh, the USHL. Seaman Nemich, a defenseman. Uh, David Juracek, another defenseman out of uh, Czech Republic. Cutter Gauthier, another American out of the USHL, coming in at seventh. Jimmy Snuggend, uh, a right winger, coming in out of the USHL. And then from Jur Gardens, who's that? Jonathan Lakaramy, a right winger from Sweden. And then Kevin Korchinski from uh, the dub, WHL Seattle uh, Thunderbirds, defenseman 6'2", buck 85. It's a pretty good size there. Uh, Dave, why don't you take over from uh, 11 through 20 and let the people know who Craig Button have 11 through 20. Another defenseman. This is a run of defenseman a little bit here. Pavel Mintukov out of Saginaw. Mintukov. I actually coached him at the prospects game. So, so I'm, some of these, like when it comes to these like Russian sort of names, you have to bear with me a little bit here. Some yeah. a little easier than other. You have Dina Yurov out of Menegorsk over in the KHL. You got Owen Pickering 
what a what a name. That's such a such a WA uh WHL name. Swift Current. Coached him as well at the prospects game. He is a big boy. Yeah. Six four eighty. Six four. Wow. Uh you got Yuri Kulich from Karlovi in the Czech League. Quite a few players from the Czech League in the it looks feels like Craig Button spent a little bit of time in the Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of like Scandinavians in early in this draft uh, that that really seem to be making their way up up some draft boards. I, I often wonder, and we're gonna get some people on over the next couple of weeks before the draft to to talk about you know all these prospects in a little bit more detail than than uh, Dave and I are able to do so. But I just wonder when I'm looking at this, I see so many Europeans as opposed to uh, CHLers. And, and I just wonder how much of that is due to the fact that a lot of these guys this year um, or over the last couple of seasons had lost so much development time at like 15, 16, 17 years old due to the pandemic. Meanwhile, overseas, things weren't locked down as much as they were and their development may not have been slowed as much. And therefore, here at age 18, their draft year, they're just a little bit ahead of schedule as than some of these Canadian and American kids. Yep, for sure. Uh, next on the list at number 15, we got Ivan Miroshnichenko. That is a long name from Omsk, the VHL. So the Russian, the second tier league in uh, Russia, just below the KHL. Uh, Jaeger Furkus, I know you uh, you had you spent some time with him over at the top prospects game out of Moose yeah, he's, he's a, that kid's a stud. He's small, like a really small kid, but uh, he, he's a dynamic, dynamic playmaker. Yeah, so we go over to the skater. We have Marco Casper. He's at number 17 out of Rogel. Uh, we have Liam Ogren from got another Swedish winger. Uh, 33 goals in 30 games. That's pretty impressive. Um, I know it's the, the junior league, but it's still pretty impressive for sweet, the Swedish league there. You have Matt Savoy out of uh, Winnipeg in the WHL. Centerman over there. 35 goals in 65 games. Not too bad. Reed Schaefer from the from Seattle in the WHL. So we're starting to get a few more Canadians showing up here now. Mm-hmm. Alexander uh, Pervalov over in the MHL. Again, more Russian junior leagues here. Uh, David Goyette from Sudbury. I know heard his name actually a few times. He was uh, at the on. top prospects game as well. David Goyette was. Yeah, he was pretty good. We have uh, Luca Del Bel Beluz. That is all. Del Bell Blues for the Mississauga Steelheads. What a name. He's a good player, though. He's he's a he's a solid pick. He, if he, I mean, I don't know if, if where I want the Leafs to lean. I haven't quite dove into it as much as I probably should, and I'm going to over the next couple of weeks. But this is the list. The the, the names that we're getting to right now. This is what I was about to say. We're getting into that Leafs range right now. We're yeah, yeah. This is this is the Leafs range that we're getting into because they pick at 25, and Del Bell Blues is is 23 on Craigslist. Denton Matejchuk, a defenseman at a Moose Jaw, coached him as well. Stud, 5'10", buck 94. He's got a big frame that he could grow into as well. Um, I like Matejchuk a lot. He'd be an interesting pick at, at 24. Frank Nazar is here at 25, an American-born centerman. And that's 25 is, is where the Leafs pick. Obviously, it doesn't mean it's going to match up exactly with no. Craig's rankings, but that is uh, the 25th pick. Rucker McGrordy is a player that a lot of people really want because he's a bit of a, a, a two-way forward, a power forward, 6'1", 204 pounds, can play the left side, can play down the middle. Um, American-born player is going to college. So 
that's, you know, with the Leafs, they're looking for size up front. And he's a guy who a lot of people are starting to circle as a, a favorite that they want on the squad. Plays the left side, too, which is opposite of Marner he, and Nylander. These do like their USHL guys. They do. And they love their USHL guys. Absolutely love those guys. So uh, that's a name to kind of keep an eye on. Rucker, McGroarty, um, Callie Odulius coming in at 27. I've heard and, his name a little bit, too. I have as well as a potential a potential shot for the Maple Leafs. I'm going to go down a little bit to another name that uh, a lot of Leaf fans are looking at. Noah Ostland at uh, 30th overall in uh, Craig's draft rankings. Another one of those Juregarden Swedish kids. Uh, a bit of a smaller skilled player, but he's someone who's got a lot of skill. So he's a guy who, uh, who potentially could end up uh, being in that 25 range. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening, though. We'll see where the Leafs land and where they end up picking. It should be, uh, you know, over the next couple of weeks, we'll dive deeper into the draft market and we'll be able to try and and, and get some updates on and some scouting reports on these players in particular uh, that are in the Leafs range. We'll get some guys on. Tony, our favorite, is going to have to join us for sure. See if we can get... uh, um, Maybe we can get Craig to come on as well. Good buddy of mine from from TSN. And, you know, The Athletic got a couple of guys. Chris Peters has been on the show before. We'll get some draft coverage cooking here in the not-so-distant future. Um, But I think that's going to do it for us here today. Quick pod, quick pod. Hopefully everybody had a good weekend and a a good Father's Day if you are a father. And we're celebrating that yesterday. Hopefully it was uh, a good time for you. And, Game three tonight of the Stanley Cup final should be a good one. I'm excited for it. Tampa's really got to come through or else they are cooked. They are cooked. Um, All right, that's to do it for us here today in the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcast platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morissuti. Follow the show as well at Lockdown Leafs. Leave a like, a comment on YouTube as well. Make sure you are subscribed. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow, folks. But until then, keep it locked right here on Lockdown Leafs.